0: Hi, my mm-hmm. name is Don Long. I started this podcast to share not only my story, but to share others' untold stories. To share the truth and journey of healing so I can show you that it is safe to do the same. We are transforming and healing together. This show is about the heart-centered transformation for you, for me, and the world. This is the Your Transformation Journey show, and this is our journey together. Let's begin. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Your Transformation Journey podcast. And today our guest is Deborah Attell. And Deborah is the author of the international best-selling book Is This Job My Jam? I love that title. <laughs> the guide for grown-ups who still don't know what they want to be. So me. And she hosts the Atella Like It Is podcast and is a certified life coach, Reiki master, and medium. And I will tell y'all, I listened to her intro to her podcast, and y'all have to go listen. I know I posted it on my Facebook. So go listen to her podcast because that right there is the people I love to listen to. So welcome to the show. Thank you
1: so much. I'm so happy to be here.
0: I am grateful that you're here. So, I always ask my guests, mm-hmm. "What well, got you started doing what you're doing?" And you've done a lot. You're a life coach. You're a Reiki master, and you're a medium, and mm-hmm. you wrote a book. And mm-hmm. now you have a podcast.
1: Because I get bored so easy, Dawn. <laughs> so I'll tell you. Um, back in 2017, it was the spring of 2017. I was 48 and a half years old. People can do the math, figure out how old I am. And I, at the time was managing an optometry practice. My husband and I had owned a retail business, a card and gift shop that we closed. Um, we had went into this, it was a financial disaster going in and coming out and I went to work for a friend and I was managing his optometry practice And on Wednesdays, we only had evening hours. So I would spend like every Wednesday morning and afternoon, like hanging out on the couch, whatever. And this one, you know, and I would constantly think like, what am I doing? What am I doing? What am I doing? I'm building somebody else's dream. I love him, his family. But like, what am I doing? I'm building somebody else's dream. I'm going to be 50 soon. Shouldn't I know what I want to be by the time I'm 50? Shouldn't I have my life figured out? So I made a deal with myself that if I could just meditate every single day for a year, the answers would come to me. Now I started meditating back in 2012, but I didn't make it a habit until I made that deal with myself. But I'm a big quitter, Dawn. (laughs) And so I knew I would quit and not keep my promise to myself. So I had to give myself an out. And the out was I only had to do it for one minute a day. I could do anything for a minute, right? So I put the app Insight Timer on my phone. A friend of mine told me that every 10 days you get a star. If you meditate every 10 days consecutively, you get a star. I'm like, oh, a prize. I love it. And that's how I started. And I meditated. I started to meditate every day. And um, if you're not someone, if you're listeners or somebody listening who has never done any kind of personal work, When you sit and you start to spend time in silence with yourself, it's awful. It can be awful. (laughs) Right? Like all these things start to come up that I'm like, oh, I thought I resolved this. Why am I still thinking about this? What is happening? I'm coming undone. What am I going to do about this now? Right? I'm trying to help myself. And now I'm coming even more undone so i decided that i would go and see a spiritual teacher i had done years of therapy prior which is fantastic if you need therapy go get therapy and i did tons yes. of therapy right but now i was in a place where i needed something different and from my um someone who i had been meditating with in my beginning days had this friend and she was a soul coach a spiritual coach And I went and I saw her and we would do sessions. She would coach me and we would do energy work. She would do Reiki on me. And it gave me so much clarity. And basically, I had been hiding all of my spiritual gifts my whole life. Because when I was really little, I would get in trouble for them all the time. I always knew things, could feel things, hear things, sense things. And I would speak them and then I would get in trouble. So I shut it down really hard. Um, And she helped me start to bring them out. And the more they came out, the more I couldn't deny them anymore. So as I started to work with her, I started to play around with coaching. And while I still had my full-time job of guaranteed money, I went and I started to coach people on the side. And then I got certified. And then I coached some more people on the side. And then I decided, okay, I'm gonna make this my job. And I did. And that led me on a path of meeting all these different people, being in all these different groups, and just getting to practice my skills and practice and practice. And so I always I have this mantra that I'm always in the right place at the right time with the right people. And it's true. Yes. And so I would you know, meet someone and they would say, you should talk to my friend so-and-so. And then I would talk to their friend and they would be like, want to be on my podcast or Have you ever done this? Hey, I have a client for you. Or hey, you know, and I love to connect people. And it just has taken off from there and rolled on to here. I am sitting with you.
0: (laughs) I love it. I love how the universe connects us, and especially when you are realizing, okay, there's there's something more. Yes. And, you know, how do how do I tap into that something more? And you're right. Meditation, when you first start, you're going like, oh, oh my. And I am one of these people, Squirrel. Mm-hmm. And that okay. is normal. Totally that normal. That is normal.
1: Totally and normal.
0: what I've gotten people, when I start talking about meditation, if you can breathe in and out, Or instead of four times, you do four in, you hold it for a minute, four out, and then you just keep repeating. Guess what? You meditated. You just So yay.
1: Yes. Yes. And that's all it is. It is all it is. And it's just bringing yourself into the present moment. That's it. It's just, you know, our minds wander. That's what they're meant to do. It's just when you realize that your mind wandered from whatever you're focusing on, you just bring it back, whether it's to the breath or a mantra, a mudra—you know, which are hand poses, which are great. Um, whatever it is, if you're listening to a guided meditation, just bringing yourself back to center, right back to the present moment. I'm also a, me- a certified meditation teacher. I love certifications, Dawn. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell. But that's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. I'm, a little, I'm on a little certification break right now. <laughs> yeah. But yeah,
0: I. <sighs> One of the things, and I think, and I, I, i I will tell people I do not do resolutions. I stopped doing resolutions a long time ago, mm-hmm. but what I am going to do is start adding into my daily routine is more time to meditate. Even if that means I'm doing it as after I park in the parking lot before I go into work. Yes, If that's what it takes, then that's what we're going to do. And just giving yourself that okay that it's okay to do it outside the norm we're telling you you don't have to be buddha no um honestly i don't want to be buddha <laughs> but it's learning how and you know when you said the guy for grown-ups who still don't know what they want to do I, we all of us i think really if we're all honest with ourselves really when we hit our 40s and our 50s, we find ourselves asking that question. Yes. Yes. And it's not that uncommon. I've seen so many people and it does me a world of good to see people that are are in our age group and beyond in their 60s and their 70s. I've seen people in their 80s starting businesses. Yeah, So. Age is but a number, people. That's all it is. Age is but a number. And there's so much to life. And you've done retail. Yeah. I've worked in retail for this will be 22 years now. Yeah. 22 years I've been in retail. You've done optometry. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you're into coaching and into podcasting. And Those things is what I tell people is what, find your passion. And I think that's what has resonated for you is you finally found your passion.
1: It is, you know, and in my book, um, one of the first things I do, and I do this with my clients as well, is I take purpose off the table. So many people come to me and they're like, I don't know what my purpose is. I want to know what my purpose is. What's my purpose? My purpose, my purpose. And what they're really saying is they want to know that they've done something or they're doing something that's important. And so there's like, I don't know, like a one in 400 trillion chance that you would be born you. Yeah. And to me, that's important. You yes. being you, me being me is important. That's our purpose, is to be the truest, fullest expression of ourselves as possible. So I take purpose off the table and say, you're your purpose. You can do purposeful things. You can do things on purpose, but you are your purpose. So we take it off the table because what happens is people spend so much time trying to answer that question, what's my purpose, that they freeze and they don't make any changes or try anything. Yeah. So we like take it off the table and let's move forward and try stuff and let's dig in and let's like figure out what do you think your problem is? And now, is it really the problem? And we go through, oh, I have a whole bunch of questions that I take people through on figuring out what the actual problem is. And for a lot of people, it's not a different job that they want. It's a different lifestyle that they want. Yes. You know? Yes, 100%. And so we go through all the different, you know, ways of identifying what it is we truly want, what matters, you know, um, what the problem is, what the goal is, how do you feel? How do you want to feel? What are you good at? What are you better at? What are you best at? What lights you up? What do people come to you for all the time? And people, you know, when we're good at something, it's not a big deal to us, right? We don't realize like what a special gift that is.
0: Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the things that people always comment for me and I do take it for granted because I'm going like, to me it's just something I'm going I don't even think about it, but for most people, if they're coming to talk to me for whatever reason and usually right before they get up and leave and they're going like, I've never felt more calmer in my life. And I'm going like, I don't know what I do, but I get that comment Time and time and time and time again. And I was going to like, there's something to this. I've just not figured that out yet. But when you, as people, when, and you're right, we chase trying to find our purpose. Mm-hmm. And sometimes our purpose, sometimes is just to be here. There are some people that are on this earth just to be here, to be here. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. And That's what their purpose is. And for some of us, our purpose is finding our voice and learning how to get people to hear our voice and to share your story. One of the things I tell people is when I'm working with them, it doesn't mean that you have to go share your voice out to the world like I'm doing or like a lot of us are doing. It can be just sharing it to one person that needs to hear that. And that might just be that what that is.
1: Absolutely. Like no one, no one can um, do the things the way that you do them. No one can say the things the way that you say them. People need to hear them in your own voice. So that's why like I have a lot of people that will come to me for coaching that are like in, um, Oh, what are they called? Multi-level marketing businesses. Yeah, and they'll be like the market's saturated or whatever. And I'm like, but no, they're not. They're not doing this business as you. You people need to hear from you in your voice, and you know we could be saying the same exact thing, but people will receive it differently from me. People will receive it differently from you. So don't be afraid to like share your story. You yeah. never know who it's going to help. And just like you said, maybe it's that one person, but then you don't know who then they go on to help. It's a ripple effect.
0: Yeah, there is. It is it is a huge ripple effect. And I think that's what a lot of people are just now starting to realize after this last two years, the ripple effect that people have on other people. Yes, And when you realize that and you take that moment to breathe and to say, okay, what kind of impact? do I want to leave? And for me, it's a what kind of legacy do I want to leave for my kids and my grandkids? And that legacy might not be monetary. And I think a lot of people think that it has to be. But for me, my legacy that I want to live is to break those generational patterns. So that way, when I pass across on from this world that I know I've done the work and those generational patterns no longer
1: matter. That's beautiful. That's important. That's purposeful. Yeah.
0: yeah. And I don't think a lot of people realize that. I don't. I don't know. I guess. I guess I got to ponder on that a little bit more because I'm, I'm starting to get into the little bit of a, but it's, it's those things when we can't figure out whether our job is satisfying or not. So let's dig into that because I think a lot of people, and this is why we have the great resignation going on because Mm -hmm. people aren't satisfied in their jobs no longer.
1: It's so true, but also people aren't satisfied with themselves and they're constantly looking outside of themselves for the answer. When the answer is right in here, it's right inside of yourself. And people play the when, then game. When I get the job, when I lose the weight, when I get the relationship, when I go on the trip, when I get the payoff, then I'll be happy. And I tell people, you have to figure out, number one, what does happy mean to you? What does it really mean? Because people throw that word around and it's different for everybody. And, and how can you be happy right here, right now? I'm always like, prosper where you're playing it first. How can you be happy right here? And then looking at like, okay, what really matters to you? What are your values? Because people overlook that. And all my coaching clients will come in and I'll be like, what are your values? And I get this all the time. My values. My values. And then they're like looking around and, you know, deer caught in the headlight. And I'm like, well, what are they? You know, and just do a quick Google search, put values in and look. Everybody will be like family, honesty, truth. Yes. But what about connection or contribution? You know, there you go. Dig deeper and figure out your top 10. What are they? And then, you know, what really is like a non negotiable for you? You know, for me, when I worked retail, I worked, you know how it is, as you've been doing it for so long. You work nights and weekends. Something that I value so much is my being in charge of my time. So, you know, looking at, okay, does my job give me time flexibility? Am I in charge of my time? Do I want to work in a place where people's values don't align with mine and I'm biting my tongue so hard every day that it bleeds just because I need to get this money? Or, right, or am I able to change it and work someplace where the whole, you know, corporate culture aligns with what my values are? Knowing those things, knowing your non-negotiables is so important before you just like, you know, quit and you don't have any clue about what you're going to do next. Yeah, I'm so
0: glad that you brought it values because as you were talking about that, there's a YouTuber I follow. Her name is Jess and mm-hmm. um, her channel is Roots Refuge. And one of her sayings is, is turning your waiting room into a classroom. Mm. And people, that is when you're learning your values, that is what you're doing. You're turning your waiting room. Maybe the job that you have isn't for you. Mm -hmm. But you have to turn that into your classroom. And once you turn that in your classroom and you start really diving deep into what your values are. And actually, I'm so glad you said values because that's actually coming up in my program that I am probably going to do a one day, six hour intensive. And one of the topics is going to be digging into your values. What are your core values that you know, you will not cross those lines period End of discussion and learning how to take maybe what is not making you happy right now
1: mm-hmm. and
0: learning and taking everything in so that way when you graduate or move to another area then that's your next classroom so maybe you graduated elementary school on this go around so now you're in the junior high and now you're going to college or now you're going to get your phd and i'm talking about figuratively people right but when you take what you're learning in what you perceive is, oh my gosh, I can't wait to get out of here. And you turn it around. I think the value you're going to learn is going to be so exponential that you're not going to realize it until it hits you in the
1: head. Absolutely. It's so important to know your values because then you set boundaries, just like, you know, what you're talking about. You set a boundary and you know, this is for me. This is not for me. This person is, you know, crossing a boundary and it's real easy for me to say no or back away because I know what's important to me. I know what matters to me. I'm not all wishy-washy about it. And you just make better choices and decisions for your life when you're real clear on what those boundaries are. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: It's... Boundaries is another huge thing that I have been talking with people about because a lot of people, and I'm going to generalize mm-hmm. because growing up the way I did in the South, you were basically told, you know, you please everybody. It doesn't matter. And when you grow up, you know, in that type of society, you don't know what your boundaries are because, nobody has them because, okay, we, you know, we have to learn how to say yes and still the learning to say no and saying no in a gentle, kind way, but still saying no, and still setting those boundaries. Yes. And when you set those boundaries and you learn that for the first time, it's just like, whoa, it is freeing when you learn how to set boundaries. It is yes. not constrictive
1: at all. No, no, it's totally personally freeing. And, you know, so I was raised, you know, in Philadelphia, but it was the same thing, like smile, do what you're told, don't ask a lot of questions. And because I said so. Yeah, exactly. You know? Oh, I
0: heard that because I said so, so, so. much growing yeah. up. <laughs>
1: you know, and no, that's not how life is. And then kids get caught. Kids turn into adults who don't know how to set boundaries, who don't know how to say no, Who don't know how to look out and figure out what is best for them or to make a decision. Like they really struggle with making choices and decisions, right? Because they were never given the opportunity to do that as a kid. Yeah.
0: And I see that a lot in the work environment a lot because they don't know how to make a decision. They're waiting for somebody to tell them, okay, this is the correct thing to do instead of doing it and then if it's not the right thing, then learning from it and then moving on because Mm -hmm. that's how you learn. I, it doesn't matter whether you're a child or an adult, you're going to continue to learn. You're going to continue to make mistakes. Mm
1: -hmm. And
0: that is part of living that's part of having a life. And, you know, one of the quotes that has stuck with me this week and bless her is Betty. And I'm going to bring her up. Oh, the best. The best. And one of her quotes was going like, women can look like a butterfly, but she can dang sure fly through a freaking hurricane. And that just resonated with me on so many levels this week because I'm going like, ladies, we are beautiful. You are insanely beautiful. But we are tough. And once you realize how tough you are in that inner light that you have that might be dimmed right now. oh, When it comes out, watch out. Because you're going to shine, shine, and shine so freaking bright that it doesn't matter whether there's a hurricane. Because sometimes you can't be the hurricane.
1: Of course. I tell people all the time. You have survived every single solitary thing that has ever happened to you up until this very moment. Like, that's incredible. You know, things that you thought would, would take you out didn't. And so, you know, I tell people all the time, you have to give yourself credit for what you've been through, for what you've been able to do and see, see the strength that you have that you don't think that you do. Or see the magic that you have that you don't think that you have, you know?
0: Exactly. There there's so many ladies out there. And for the mamas that are in a lot of the groups that I'm in, mm-hmm. I am shouting you out on this podcast because you are so strong. And this is for the shout out for the moms that have incarcerated sons and daughters that are in prison. Because my youngest, unfortunately, is in prison. And these ladies, I watch the emotional turmoil and watch the struggles that they go through. But I also see the strength that they get back up day after day after day. And some of these moms have went into advocacy work because they're going like, you know what? I'm not going to take this lying down and I'm going to advocate for our loved ones. And this is for y'all because you are so much stronger than you'll ever know.
1: Absolutely. You know, what's, what's that quote, the hand that rocks the cradle is the hand that rules the world, but it's yes. true, right? Like we can move mountains, women can move mountains and hats. like, you know, yeah. don't tell a mom that something's not right for her child. Cause then she might not do it for herself, but she's going to do it for that kid. Yeah, you exactly. Know? And people overlook That the strength that it takes for them to do the things that they do. It's just like I said earlier, when we're good at something, we like poo-poo it away like it's just second nature to us. It's the same thing with um, situations like that. You don't realize like how spectacular they are. That they're able to turn, you know, something that, you know, is not a great situation for them or their child into something that is really helpful for someone else. And for yeah. them as well.
0: Yeah. Exactly. So as we get ready to wrap up the mm-hmm. podcast, I always ask my guests, what is one good last nugget? And if you have more than one, you can share more than one.
1: What What is, what did you, you froze for a second. What is uh, a last nugget? Is that what you say? Yeah.
0: What is one good last nugget
1: that you have? So I would say, you know, don't overwhelm yourself when you're trying to make changes or figure out, you know, what your job is. I'm very much all about breaking everything down into baby steps, little tiny, tiny steps that actually the program that's in my book and that I do with my clients, it's called inch because we inch our way right to success. Small, consistent actions lead to massive results. And Don't beat yourself up. If you're chugging along and you have a day where you feel like you messed up, right? So what? You're human. So what? Just start again. Just keep going. Just keep going. Forgive yourself if you need to or whatever it is. Just keep going. Just keep going. Don't stop.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. One little baby step at a time. Yes. Because if you try to do it all at one time, you're going to find yourself so frustrated and
1: you're yep. gonna say, I
0: can't do this. And in reality, you can. So okay. yes,
1: I love the inch. The inch. And I love it. because what happens is you get so overwhelmed, you quit, right? And then yeah. what, what is that? That you know. And one other thing I wanna add is about celebration. People do not celebrate themselves enough. I celebrate everything. When we get off of this, I'll be like, I was on podcast again. Woo! I celebrate everything. And my main form of celebration is a little happy dance. You can ask any one of my kids. I have embarrassed them all somewhere (laughs) doing a dance. But when we don't stop and celebrate, when we accomplish something, when we finish something, it could be the dishes. I don't care what it is. When you go from one task to another and you don't pat yourself on the back for finishing something, you get stuck in a task loop. Right. And think of like we just are taking down those Christmas lights a jumbled up mess of Christmas lights. You don't know where the beginning is. You don't know where the end is. You're looking at it and you're like, I'm never going to get this unwound. That's what happens to us and our nervous systems when we don't celebrate ourselves. It's so important. So take a little time when you finish something or whatever you're doing. Give pat yourself on the back. Do a little happy dance. You don't have to spend money to celebrate yourself. Yeah.
0: Exactly. I, I love that. I think some of my celebrations, usually in the, a walk outside because I have nice. a dog. <laughs> so she's going to like, mama, it's, it's time to go walk. And I tell people when you're celebrate, yes, I love to celebrate because dogs, if you've ever been a pet owner and you've had a dog, mm-hmm. dogs are happy. Yes. For the most part, it doesn't matter whether they get a treat or if they're going on a walk or if they're getting fed or if they're getting pets or if they're getting smooches, they're happy. Yep. And we can take some of that happiness with us. Sometimes
1: I tell people, act like a puppy. Be happy. Just wiggle. Wiggle. And it's fun. We all need to feel, we need to find things that make us feel better, right? Because when we feel better, then we can do better things. So make yourself feel better. Do that little dance, wiggle, go for that walk. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Go outside,
0: unless yep. it's 18 degrees like it is here. <laughs> or bundle up. Just bundle say. up. Right. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, Deborah, I absolutely love this. This has been freaking fun because I knew it was going to be because there Yay. was no question. Um, so I know that I got your website scrolling down. Where else can they find you?
1: Oh, great. Yeah, so I'm on my website, deboratella.com I'm on Instagram at Deborah Attella. And on my Instagram bio is a link tree and you can see all my stuff on there. It links to my website. It links to the podcast, to my podcast. That's how like it is. I also run a Facebook group called Sisterhood of What Next. I love to connect women. Um, Doing all different kinds of fun things. So and Linktree also links to there. You'll find awesome. me pretty much anywhere. Yeah. And if they go on my website, you can scroll up to the menu bar where it says book. And um, you can get a free PDF version of my book. Is this job my jam? The guide for grownups who still don't know what they want to be.
0: Hey, there you go. Free. Go get it. Free. Especially because yeah. I want to tell y'all, writing is not the easiest thing to do. And I have started and stopped so many times. So please, if she is giving it away for free, go click on her website. because get it. It it is worth it.
1: Trust me. It is worth it.
0: I love the cover. Isn't that fun? It's so fun. It is fun. Yeah. That is fun. I absolutely love it. All right. So before we sign off of here, I alluded to it a little while ago. And my business bestie was going to, like, go for it. I know she's, I know she's, she may not be listening right now, but I know she's going to, like, go for it. But I am doing a shift to rediscovery coaching program. I was going to do 90 days. But here's the deal, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to do a one-day, six-hour intensive of this. And it's going to be three main topics. I want you, by the time that you leave that, on that one day, I want you to be able to have a good, solid foundation of finding your true self. Because this is what this is ultimately about, is finding who you are and then working on what you want to work on, whether it be passions or whatever you want to work on next. I want you to... Come away from it feeling better than what when you started. So reach out to me. You can DM me. I don't have any of the fancy stuff set up yet. DM me. Email me. You can email me at DawnLong at DawnLongCoach.com. Or you can find me here on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter. And I forget the other places that I'm at, but I'm everywhere. (laughs) So everyone... Debra, awesome. Everyone, as I love to sign off, whether you know it or not, whether you believe it or not, you're unstoppable. You are the beacon of hope and you are loved. Have a good one. And we will see you back here
1: on Thursday. Thank you. (laughs) Bye. Bye.
0: Thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to our podcast. To support the podcast, join our Patreon account through Podbean at Your Transformation Journey. Or if you like this episode, send us a review through iTunes and follow us on Podbean. You can also find me on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And also at my website at www.donglongcoach.com. Remember, you are unstoppable. I okay.